It's April 14th, 2022, and this is your Ukraine Daily Brief from the DSR Network. I'm Grant Haver. And I'm Chris Kotnor. Before we get started today, as the stories in Ukraine and around the world are evolving, the Ukraine Daily Brief will be evolving as well. Starting next week, we're going to be expanding the scope of the show to cover issues happening in other regions of the world. We'll still cover updates on Ukraine, but you can expect us to also talk about issues like the COVID outbreak in Shanghai, the protests in Sri Lanka, and the election in France, all in less than 10 minutes. So stay tuned as we transition and let us know what you think at udb at thedsrnetwork.com. Our top story today, we are at a critical juncture for Mariupol. While 100,000 civilians remain trapped in the besieged city, Russia seems to be making gains, claiming to have captured over 1,000 Ukrainian Marines. Ukraine, for its part, has said that the final two remaining defending units have been able to join forces. We'll continue to track this story as it evolves. As we reported yesterday, the U.S. is sending an additional $800 million in military aid to Ukraine. In a call yesterday between President Biden and Ukrainian President Vladimir Zelensky, President Biden said that the assistance would include artillery systems, artillery rounds, and armored personnel carriers, as well as helicopters. As the fighting has shifted to the east, the U.S. has adjusted its approach to intelligence sharing with Ukraine. Administration officials have said that they have been giving Ukraine the most relevant information at any given moment. However, the Biden administration has been reluctant to help the Ukrainians target Russian forces in Russia, and Republican lawmakers said that concern has extended to Russian forces in Crimea and the Donbass. U.S. intelligence agencies began to look at whether their guidance on what information can be shared needed to be expanded as Russian troops began repositioning away from Kyiv and changed their guidance earlier in April. Ukraine says it has arrested fugitive pro-Russian politician Viktor Medvedchuk as he was trying to flee the country. Medvedchuk is a close Putin ally, and some have even suggested that Russian President Vladimir Putin is the godfather of his youngest daughter. Ukraine has attempted to trade him in a prisoner swap with Ukrainian POWs, but Kremlin spokesman Dmitry Peskov said Mr. Medvedchuk was a Ukrainian citizen and denied any covert connection between the politician and Moscow. Germany's president would have liked to visit Ukraine, and the fact that he was not received there was, quote, irritating, Chancellor Olaf Scholz said on Wednesday. Steinmeier said on Tuesday that he had planned to visit Kyiv with his Polish counterpart and the presidents of Estonia, Lithuania, and Latvia to send a strong signal of European solidarity with Ukraine, but that he was not wanted in Kyiv. An advisor to Zelensky's chief of staff denied in an interview with CNN that the Ukrainian president had rejected a visit offer from Steinmeier. One of Russian President Vladimir Putin's closest allies warned NATO on Thursday that if Sweden and Finland joined the U.S.-led military alliance, then Russia would have to bolster its defenses in the region, including by deploying nuclear weapons. Dmitry Medvedev, deputy chairman of Russia's Security Council, said that should Sweden and Finland join NATO, then Russia would have to strengthen its land, naval, and air forces in the Baltic Sea. 
The UK government is sanctioning 178 individuals in coordination with the EU, targeting those who prop up Russian-backed illegal breakaway regions of Ukraine. Since the unprovoked and illegal invasion of Ukraine began in February, the UK has sanctioned over 1,400 individuals and businesses, including over 100 oligarchs and family members. Sanctions imposed by the UK and its international partners are having deep and damaging consequences for Putin's ability to wage war. Analysis shows Russia is headed for the deepest recession since the collapse of the Soviet Union. Russia has imposed sanctions on 398 members of the U.S. House, Russia's foreign ministry announced in a statement on Wednesday. The Kremlin said that with these new measures, all members of the U.S. Congress have been blacklisted on the basis of reciprocity. Russia had already sanctioned senior members of the House, like Speaker Nancy Pelosi, and those in national security and foreign leadership. Italy will continue its efforts to lower its dependency on Russian oil and gas as a response to the invasion of Ukraine, despite concerns about rising fuel costs, Italian Foreign Minister Luigi Di Maio has told CNN. Di Maio's comments come after Italian Prime Minister Mario Draghi announced Monday that an initial deal had been struck to increase energy imports from Algeria. Russia's occupation and purported annexation of Ukraine's Crimean Peninsula continue to affect the human rights situation there significantly and negatively. The Russian government continued to arm, train, lead, and fight alongside Russia-led separatist forces in eastern Ukraine. Authorities also conducted politically motivated arrests, detentions, and trials of Ukrainian citizens in Russia, many of whom claimed to have been tortured. The full U.S. State Department report on human rights issues for Russia is available at the State Department's website. More than six weeks of conflict in Ukraine have devastated both water and electricity networks, leaving 1.4 million people without access to piped water in eastern Ukraine and a further 4.6 million people across the country at risk of losing water supply. In Mariupol, thousands of people are using dirty water sources as they seek any water they can find. Power cuts have stopped water pumps, and explosion-related damage to pipelines are disrupting the flow of water. That's all the news we have for you today. Be sure to rate, review, and subscribe so that more people can find the show. If you have a tip, topic, or correction that you'd like to flag for us, please email us at udb at thedsrnetwork.com. Members of the DSR Network will receive an evening newsletter version of the Ukraine Daily Brief. So go to the DSRnetwork.com and become a member to never miss any of our analysis. If you want more in-depth discussion of these issues, tune into our sister podcasts on the DSR Network. Stay safe and stay tuned to the Ukraine Daily Brief from the Deep State Radio Network.